welcome to the Motorsport Coaching Podcast, sponsored by Motivate Training and Management. This is a podcast where we talk to drivers and industry experts to help you maximize your performances on and off the track. Let's get started with today's show. Hey crew, welcome to episode 124 of the Motorsport Coaching Podcast. I am your host, Belinda Risley, and earlier this week, I did a live and free webinar around 10 things you can do now to gain sponsorship. Well, there was actually way more than 10 um, strategies. Um, So today's podcast is going to be the replay of that webinar. It was accompanied by our workbook. So if you're interested into the workbook, um, please head over to the show notes to find that link and race over to grab that free workbook that goes with the webinar. Hope you enjoy today's show. Everyone is keeping well. Look forward to seeing you next week around the track. For those who've been following me for a long time, Belinda Risley from Motivate Training Management. I've been working motorsport. I've been born and bred actually into motorsport. I'm going to go through that in a little bit more details. Um, However, um, the thing with sponsorship is that you need to be seeing it all the time. So whether it is the Australian financial year, whether it's the UK financial year, whether it's the US financial year, um, predominantly you need to be seeking sponsorship every month of every um, year in order to gain sponsorship. There's no point just going to ask somebody in November what they're going to do. There, there is actually no point, and it's my cringe-worthy thing, uh, when someone goes, hey, guys, I'm racing at Bathurst, like, in six weeks' time. If you're a sponsor and you want to get on board, please come on board because I hate those posts. They're never going to do it because it takes a lot of time to gain sponsorship. Um, yes, we know um, those that work in sponsorship. It is actually called partnership or relationship, but we don't... Um, when I thought about the whole concept and the name of um, this presentation, I was like, well, people, especially like beginners to amateurs, which is what it's tailored for, have a more relationship and alignment with the word sponsorship. But as you progress, it does obviously become a partnership. And ideally, that's what you guys need to get and want to get. So ideally, like, first of all, you may get a, a product or a sponsor, a product or a sorry, service um, sponsorship. But then in the end of the day, it's going to become a partnership where it's your, it's somewhere that you're going to develop over the last, sorry, the next three to five years time. So this presentation is um, if you obviously are needing sponsorship, you're looking to maintain and have partnership. So we're also going to go through about if you have, um, I know a lot of, especially like Carters, a lot of the grassroots competitors, former Ford drivers, if four f3s um they have a lot of um product and services based sponsors but they're like how do we now monetize that so hopefully this is going to give you some direction um and then obviously once you have that sponsorship it's not about just getting that check or getting um their site signature on, onto a piece of paper it's about how do you maintain them and then how do you grow that um sponsorship as well and then of course if you wanted to keep racing today tomorrow and forever so guys i do want this to be interactive um, for those that have worked with me before so um, if you let me know just like write into the chat be interactive um so why are you here tonight like what are you wanting to get out of sponsorship every response that you kind of give me it gives me um purpose to give you guys content and i'm going to tell you a little bit about my why right now but of course I do have a new sponsorship course that I've just launched um it's eight modules um we're going to go more in details at the end of it um and it's around about you will see at the end but if you sign up um we do have a sponsorship proposal deal so for those who haven't worked with me before who don't know um anything about me um anyway I'm Belinda Risley I'm the founder of Motivate Training Management I'm the mum of two boys and the stepson is so much fun at 15 years of age uh, and a I'm passionate motorsport lover. I've been born and bred into go-karts. Um, so my dad was actually the go-kart dealer, the first go-kart dealer for dino karts. Um, and my, both my brothers were very successful. My younger brother could have been driving today in supercars um, with all of the guys that are on the grid today. So I've, I've grown grown up with all of those dudes and I've trained most of those guys but back in 1996 when I started my fitness business I'm taking photos 
and um, any of that social media concept wasn't really available. So unfortunately, I don't have much of that concept, but I I will and I do have those guys come in and drop into our um, my membership site, so the toolkit. Um, so I've got Tim Slade, James Courtney, Chaz, um, Shane, Jamie, like really um, this is my playground that I grew up with at Oran Park, Ipswich. Every weekend I um, actually spent my life, I'm in my mid-40s, so, yep. so back in those days, that, that is what I did. My older brother is um, 11 years older than me and he raises twins and so, yep. I'm originally from Sydney. Um, Oran Park was my track. Um, so, yeah, I've just born and bred. And, and my why is because I love the sport and I want to make it as cheap as possible for all of you guys to be able to continue to racing. And so I give you all this value as cheap as possible. And I free resources as much um, as I can. Um, because I love the sport and I know if we don't have sponsors, we don't have sports, we don't have competitors, we don't have sport, and I definitely don't want it to see. Um, do I think we have too many categories? Yes, but that's another story for me, Motorsports Australia take up and also FIA. But anyway, so initially I started back in 1996 and as a fitness business, as I said, I was training Troy Hunt, Matthew, Mark Winterbottom, Joe Mawson. Um, again, a lot of the guys I had actually had a premises in Picos in New South Wales. And that's what I did as a fitness business. And as I worked with those drivers over a course of 10 years, um, I could see that the industry was changing and it was growing from just not being performance-based. So we were there tra um, training to get ultimate results, which was fantastic. But over that time, um, everything kind of changed to being about, um, you know, what kind of sponsorship could they bring to the team? So over the early 2000s, the whole industry changed, like the whole society. Um, excuse me, I just threw down to <laughs> As you do. Um, anyway, and so, um, yeah, so the whole industry changed and um, it became about what could what could the athlete actually be, bring to the team and it wasn't even so much about the performance. And so I saw the likes of, and I don't want to, like, name names, but I did actually work with them because, um, yeah, I, I, I yeah. Um, anyway, I like worked with them and they just could not get to that point because they didn't have a brand, they didn't have a personality, they didn't have social media following. But back then, obviously, social media wasn't a big thing, but now it has became a big thing. And but nor did they want to become on there because all they wanted to do was go racing and be a racer. And that's fine and that's fantastic. But unfortunately, once it hit this period of time when it was all about sponsorship and money, um, it actually stopped their growth. And so, again, there's lots of beautiful, fantastic, awesome drivers out there um, that haven't made it to the top game, not because of their achievements, but purely because they didn't want to work on their off-track development. And my drive is to to teach beginner to amateur motorsport competitors that if you're wanting to go places within the motorsport um, realm, um, that you need to work on your off-track um, development, even if it's in eSports, um, because even those people are still looking, those teams are still looking for sponsorship. Who are you as a brand? What can you bring to it, the community? What's your social media like? What's your newsletter like? Um, and we're going to go through all of that today. Feel free to ask any questions as we go along. Um, so, yeah, so that's, that's a little bit about me. So I started back in 1996. I had a hiatus for about 12 years while I had my children. And then when I came back to it, I was like, oh, this was my passion. This is my hobby. This is something that I really, really love to do. And I, I love the sport, as I just said. And so I was like, you know what? Online started becoming um, more and more popular and I was like wow let's do it and I looked on to online resources um, you put in motorsport fitness into google there wasn't much you put into motorsport um, sponsorship there also wasn't a lot um, and so I was like you know what we kind of do all of it and my whole premise is since day one being exercise 
physiologist, is the sheer fact that you need to have a holistic approach to racing. You need to have fitness, nutrition, mindset, social media, sponsorship, branding, PR, and media training. They're the eight elements we actually offer as a driver. We have different courses, different um, workshops, life-to-life events as well. And so this was something that was really like just a light bulb moment for me to go, hey, you know what? You guys need it and this is what I'm going to do as cost-effective as possible. So I just went through that, that, you know, as we progress with the drivers and we're doing the physical training, we're doing the nutrition and we're doing the, the mindset of them all, that it was getting to a stage where they were going, oh, okay, cool. So what kind of money can you bring across? Um, and you guys can Google it as well, um, that, that there was a change in that dynamic and people were like, well, what's sponsorship? We never knew what sponsorship is. And still, so those that have been following me for a long time know that I don't call it sponsorship. It actually is partnership development, but all commercial development. But for beginners to amateurs, we're like, it's all about sponsorship because that's the, the word that, um, you know, aligns with them best of all. So it's like that people are looking to know, the teams are looking to know who you are a brand. And more so now, I feel like they are aligning them. Like last night, Alonso got um, back with Aston Martin because his alignment, his alignment with his values and his alignment with the sponsors works with Aston Martin. That is why. Like they could have got to Oscar Piastri, they could have gone to Jack Dewan, they could have gone to a whole range of other uh, new up-and-comers, but they didn't. They knew what was what would best, and it's all of these things here. So the teams are looking for um, a brand that have a personality, personality sorry, um, and they have direction. Um, and, of course, they do have that desire to win, but they need to know that those drivers actually know how to bring in sponsors, how to greet sponsors, how to maintain sponsors, how to have a personality, how to engage fans. Like it is such a big package. It's not about driving. And even if you talk to a top um, gun V8 supercar driver, anyone in the top 25 supercar drivers today um, or yesterday, um, they will say that most of the time is spent with sponsorship or partnership development. And so it's all about having a personality, being able to talk, um, having your pitch developed, having your values done, um, all of these kind of other side outside of actual race results. So today I hope that you will be able to embrace some of these um, strategies to not only gain but also maintain sponsorships. So especially in Cardi, obviously that's my um, thing that I love being bred into. But, you know, so many times I'm like, oh, my kids just started, my kid's too young, there's not enough room on the vehicle to um, throw a sticker, but that's not what sponsors are after. So I'm hoping that after today that you've got some more um, strategies to put into place. And, again, feel free, Robert, are you enjoying <laughs> Yeah, I got disconnected there before, I think. So oh, okay. um, I dropped no. out somewhere. Um, but, I, you know, just what, on what you're saying is so so true. I, as I mentioned when I started um you know, I've been I've been involved in competition. I was a late starter, obviously, uh, but uh, I've been pretty much involved since two thousand three, right? And um, and uh, I realised um, early on that I couldn't, um, I, co I didn't have enough uh, resources or money or whatever to finance what I really wanted to do. So the only answer is you got to find that support from other people or other entities or other institutions or or groups. So, so the, the first thing that I and I started studying sponsorship actually early um, from the Americans, and I found that um, at that time there was in two thousand around about two thousand there was something like five billion US dollars in in motorsport in in America alone. You know, like that's you know the USA. And uh, but it, but what was really imp impressive to me was that they also said only five percent of that. Was was uh, with podium winners? Yeah. Now, so that that sort of gives you a, you know, my military background says that's a good combat indicator. So, um, what it tells you is that 
it's as you say, it's not about the the driving almost or or the the activity. It's it's what you do about the activity and what you do with the activity with other people who are supporting you. And so my my take on that was that most sponsorships actually come from your local area, from your garage down the road, from the yeah. from your from your regional areas who, who people want to be involved with you. They 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 want you to shine up on them. You know. So really, it's a business process. It's a business. So, so that's the first singular sort of, you know, yeah, oh yeah, moment was to realise. And I, luckily, I realised it early, and I've been, I've been working ever since on that side of it. Uh, is that it's a business? Uh, it's not. It's not. It's almost like it's not racing or rallying or cars or whatever. Yeah, my my main game is um, is tarmac rally, right? So. So that's a different genre as well as you know track racing, etc. I do a bit of track stuff, but uh, mainly for testing and stuff. But um, uh, primarily, once you work out it's a business, then it changes your whole whole paradigm. And then this is what you you're talking about here. So I, I really love you. I love your work. So it's good. So guys, just so no, you look on my screen. It's saying, um, do you see network up there? No. Um, it looks like we're on the first slide. Yes, we're we're still on the first slide. Max, uh, maximized performance on and off the track. I'm just gonna. I hate technology. I'm too old for technology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm 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 just looking at a big picture of you, actually. Oh, well, that's great. There you go. I'm that's sure you enjoyed that. Um, and you know, I'm I'm on this new iPad, so I could I could be going anywhere here. I wouldn't have a clue. You know? All right, how's it? Affiliate program. Yeah, tip yeah. two. All right, well that's number point two, and we've just gone past point one, and I'm not really sure how we go back. But anyway, as I said, I don't normally use Zoom. No on Google Meets. Um, no, I'm too scared to keep pressing buttons. Yeah, we're going back the other way now. We went from three to two. So whatever you press to go from three to two, we'll try that again. All right. It has that. Oh, no, we've just lost. No, it's gone now. So number one, guys, as a professional, make sure you know how to use online. Yeah. All right. There we go. It has that. We've got a network. All right. So as anyone who's been following me for a long, long period of time, my number one thing is that motorsport is a business. So regardless of wherever you are in your um, career, even if you're in from carts, you're going to Formula Fords, from Formula Fords to Excel, Pulses, whatever else, motorsport is a business. And so when it comes to sponsorship or partnership development, you need to be dealing with it as a business. So it's things like setting up an AVN, having those alignments with those business, having those values, which we go through all in the winning sponsorship course or um, motorsport is a business course. So we have two different courses. So winning um, winning sponsors is all about how to gain sponsorships and, and having that momentum for sponsorship. And then um, motorsport is a business, which is due to release soon, is all about setting up a business as um, as a sorry, setting up a motorsport business as a business where um, you can help, 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 sorry, I kind of talked tonight, help claim, um, you know, tax deductions for your sponsors and how you go about them and how it's easily going to be a business transaction. Anyway, so back to number tip number one. Um, Belinda, yes, when you said set up, I didn't get the rest of that phrase. Oh, sorry. Um, the phrase as in that you need to set up if you're a most of competitor, I always highly recommend, especially if you have a small business, that you should um, also operate your motorsport business as a small business so you need you should set up an abn so like imogen and dad to be like redburn racing um as a sole trader because then for when it goes to seeking sponsorship that they can um get tax deductions more so if they're a company but and that depends if they're a small business so if they've got a company they can set up a subsidiary um company 
for Imogen's Racing um, and they can all be a tax write-off, but if not, yeah, there's a lot of little, a few little loopholes that we go through in our most what is a business course. Yeah. That's what ours is. So ours is set up as a proprietary limited company. Yeah. And then the sponsors get their invoices. They can claim GST. They can use it as a, whether it be, um advertising or whatever they want to write out for virtually as a as a dud, full deduction for them yeah so it's not just about yeah obviously getting that invoice and then being whatever else there's a lot more like that we actually want them to do so it's sustainability so obviously even yep. just starting off now and so for her you know we're looking for like three to five year growth period and for them to get on board and we're going to go through all of it now so um, as I said, motorsport is a business and so people buy from business, um, people buy from people. And so the first and easiest thing to do is to host an event. And so after tonight, guys, I'm going to send you the workbook or I was going to add the workbook, but I'm kind of a bit frazzled and I'm not sure how I'm going to do that. But anyway, uh, I will send you the workbook after tonight. And in there it was about hosting an event. And there's a checklist that you can go through about hosting an actual event. Because being a business, as we know, that to be in business, you need to invest in your business. And so even though you may have sponsors that are purely just products and service-based businesses, also in the workbook it goes to the types of business, uh, sorry, the types of sponsorship there is available. Um, and so therefore, if you have only product and service-based sponsors at this stage and you want to monetize them, this is a great idea and a great concept to try and get them to monetize that sponsorship because if you have nurtured them and you've shown them the way about how you've been able to engage sponsors, give them new likes, um, you know, if they've had a competition, if you've done a store promotion or so forth, um, this is a great way for them to come and be um, at the forefront. And actually be your testimonial. So, again, in the workbook, there is a thing. Anyway, I'll, in a moment, I'll get someone to talk and so I can upload the, the workbook. I don't have my VA or anyone exciting you to upload the workbook. But anyway, um, so, yeah, so if you have, if you host an event, get your actual sponsors up there and get them to talk about how great it was or great it is to be working with you and what it actually means. Um, number two, and can I tell you guys, after tonight, um, I started writing this presentation and there was more than 10. So I think there's actually about 24 at the end of the day. But anyway, so go to your local council meeting um, and then um, in the winning uh, sponsorship course, we go through about identifying values. And this is one of the first um, modules we actually have in that sponsorship course. And people go, like, why do I need that? Like, why do I need to know about my values? But at the end of the day, it helps you identify your pitch. And, again, in business, people go, what is your 30-second pitch? And so if you know what your values are, if you know what you stand for, if you know what your direction is, this gives you that 30-second pitch in order for you to attend these local council meetings, um, it could be the local whatever your general interest is. And, again, when it comes to motorsports, you just need to think outside of the square of motorsports when it comes to sponsorship. It doesn't just necessarily need to be a motorsport related. Um, again, and it comes down to, down to your skill sets and what your interests are and things like that. Um, you never know when you're... Um, best friend at um, Crate might have a business that is um, looking to get into, I don't know, parenting. Um, so that would be a fantastic opportunity for them to get into motorsports because there are both parents at a motorsport event. So don't just, when you think about sponsorship, don't just think about um, motorsport-orientated brands. Think outside um, that, that realm around about what kind of um, you know, excites you and what more so aligns with your values and aligns with your skill set. And again, in that winning sponsorship course, we go through that in more details about how you can pinpoint that information. But also point three there is like leverage your current sponsors. So at the end of the day, um, sponsors want to do three things. They want to have brand awareness coming on board. They want to have brand awareness. They want to have sales. 
and they just want to have a sponsorship. So clearly when you get a sponsor on board or partner on board, you need to understand what is their objective coming on board. Is it brand awareness? Is it getting sales? Is it just connections or just are they coming on board as a silent partnership? Those questions need to be asked when you are seeking sponsorship or when you've got a new sponsor coming on so you know how to nurture them, how, how do you help them achieve their objective because come 12 months' time when we go, hey, um, you know, it's been 12 months since we last spoken, if you haven't achieved those objectives, um, they're not going to... Sorry, guys. They're not going to want to come on board because you haven't ticked off all the boxes. And hence why I always say it's really, really important that you should ha always have a sponsorship agreement put into place because a sponsorship agreement um, allows you to put in the KPIs, again, like any business agreement, what is the expectation of you being the driver, the athlete, and them being the sponsor. So it doesn't matter if it's your local butcher, you still want to have a sponsorship agreement put into place because it then has that expectation. So when it comes to 12 months later or six months later, whatever you agree on terms, that you can go, well, hey, this was the expectation and this is what I actually did, as opposed to going, oh, June next year, hey, Mr. Butcher Man, um, it's time, uh, you know, um, we're needing five grand more or December. Uh, we're needing five more grand, you know, uh, for our next round next year. We're going to race AKC. We're going to do four rounds. This is it. Are you willing to come on board? And they'll be like, well, well, what have you done for me? So you need to show cause. And I think that's the biggest thing um, with sponsorship. And I hear it even from Supercar's level, why Supercar uh, sponsors leave, because they don't show cause. They don't show what they have achieved. And so that's why the agreement is so important to have into place. It's a business agreement. So you really need to invest that time um, in principle to put into place that um, agreement so everyone's expectation is clear. So, again, when it comes to renewing, hey, it's already there and you can say, you know what, I actually did 45 social media posts. I actually did three videos. I actually invited you four times. Like you need to set up KPIs and this is a business if you want financials to go forward. Um, the other thing there that I've put there is testimonials, which is in the workbook. And if anyone's going to talk anytime soon, I will upload the workbook soon. Um, but also, like, is having those testimonials um, from your current sponsors around how it is working with you. Again, people buy from business. And so they want to know what is their experience about dealing with you? Is it um, how good are you? Do you have a plan? Do you offer them comp? Corporate hospitality. Yes, we know um, carding is a little bit different. Don't worry, I've been on to AKO for about four years to get a corp corporate hospitality tent. But there's certainly different ways around it, like where we can hire at a pub like the night before. We can um, buy lunches. Anyway, there's lots of different things that you can do outside of the realm of things um, to offer corporate hospitality. But the thing is about offering to and testimonials because when you're sending out a sponsorship proposal, if they can see what it is to work with you, uh, again, it's going to give you strength into gaining new sponsorship. So there's like three of the biggest things. All the biggest things are at the beginning of this presentation. Uh, the other, and feel free to ask questions or drop in anytime. Um, the other thing is around about affiliate programs. So the easiest way to get sponsorship is through an affiliate program. So like for us, so for me, um, Motivate actually has an affiliate program. So anyone that you sign up, um, you get 50% off. So for example, the winning sponsorship um, course tonight is $4.99. So if oh, you get a unique link, if you haven't been um, involved in affiliate programs before. And if you if someone signs up under you, your link, you get $249. Um, it's 50% off. 
Um, and there's lots of different things. A lot of the athletic brands, a lot of the sporting brands have affiliate programs. So look around about who has an affiliate program that you can assign up. But, of course, it does need to align with your values as well. And, again, people go, why do you need values? But, um, you know, you don't be a vegetarian or plant-based person and signing up with the local butcher, and that's going to be my um, case study for tonight. But, <laughs> um, you know, people have affiliate programs that you can sign up with. So, yeah, if you want to be an affiliate of Motivate and you sell our programs, you get 50% off all the time. So, and we have a workshop every month. Um, and that's pretty much what our ambassador program is. But we're going to go through an ambassador program a little bit later. But so look at for what your affiliates are. And in the workshop, there is an actual page where you can go through and you can write down all the affiliates that you think. So is it a sporting brand like LKSD Imogen? I'm like looking at you because you're like top of my screen. Um, mm. Gymshark, they kind of do all of affiliate program too. Like you're beautiful. I feel like you're athletic. Um, so you like wear the, the brand. Um, and But when you go to sell it, and again, this is... So sorry, I threw down my dinner before. Um, but, um, I, again, but when you sign up with the, the Philip program, you don't want it to be um, 30% off for my fans. Ideally, you want to negotiate to be 2010, right? Because you want to get that money back in, in into your pocket, not to their pocket. We're going to go through it. We're going to get to the end to the investors with it. All right, so through social media. So many times this strategy has worked. Um, I think, Rob, I don't know if it was you, but someone else was saying it, but how they've actually, um, like, researched who their targeted um, sponsor was going to be, and they've, um, and I've heard it before, and they've, like, posted it and tagged them, and it's actually engaged in a conversation off screen as well. So if there's a sponsor that really aligns, again, with your values, so you need to know what your values are or that you really, really want to get on board, you can do some tongue-in-cheek videos or you can do placement um, sponsorship posts or videos or anything like that to say, hey, have you guys... Why I don't have any, any props nearby. But anyway, um, you know um, how to do social media posts. But it's about trying to put them into the picture to go, hey, I'd feel love to be sponsored by Motivate. So do you know about Motivate Services? If not, this is what they're all about. Yeah, I think um, I think one of the things is that, um, you know, given that a lot of companies are constantly being approached or, you know, some say bombarded by requests from, you know, the myriad of, of people in motorsport, you know, drivers who want to go further and et cetera, you know, and, and, and a whole bunch of other associated people as well. Most things are not even looked at. So you've got to be a little bit different in your approach. So yeah. I think what you're getting at here is you've got to be very creative and, um, and uh, you know, they won't, unless they, unless there's a, some sort of a, a connection there, they're not going to just pick you out of the barrel of all these other hundred. You know, I've had companies say to me, say, uh, you know, we, we get we get something like 55, 55 proposals in our email every day. You know? Yeah. You know, and, and what are they going to do? Are they going to look at them? Well, they're not going to look at virtually any of them, you know, um, because they've got too, too many. They've got other things to do. Um, so you've got to do something different. Um, I remember I... Um, I remember who uh, was who was the guy um, Alan jo Alan Jones was it to, who who was um, uh, he went to jail actually Alan Jones uh, but he was the he was the guy who who uh, helped win the America's Cup right put the America's Alan Bond Alan, Alan Bond sorry 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 <laughs> I was like Alan Jones is our yeah, former yeah, yeah, one yeah. <laughs> no I know Alan Jones yeah. Alan Bond sorry so so um, we we wanted a, a mate of mine who was in the precious um, Precious minerals uh, side of things way back in those days, and we figured out we couldn't work out, you know, how we're we going to approach this guy because he was very good at business, etc. Um, so what we did was, um, I, I suggested what we do is we we send him a letter, a handwritten letter, because uh, okay. he only just got remarried or something like that. And so we sent him a handwritten letter, but the the letter was a red one, the envelope, and and it was personally addressed to him, a red one. 
And we actually got a reply from him, uh, you know, about this and that. So uh, out of all the people trying to get in touch with him. So you gotta be you gotta be a bit creative as you're saying there. So, you know, more to more to the creation side, I think. It's very good. Out of the box, as you say. That's right. Thank you very much, Rob, for that. Um, so again, though, about how do you see when I go to full screen, it seems to it's it stopped now, hasn't it? I'm still looking at tip number three, social media here. On the on the screen. Okay, cool. All right. Well, we we'll just go through. Um, so that I didn't see tip number two. By the way, I didn't see tip number two. We went from one to three in my on my screen, but um, I might have. Uh, maybe I was dozing off. Don't <laughs> be like that, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Not likely. <laughs> All right. So the other thing is about, and it's written into your workbook, it's around about when it comes to social media posts, and we just spoke about in depth about having a sponsorship agreement, that is that you need to have a clear identify how much it costs you to do a post. So there's one thing about um, doing a post and tagging all your sponsors in, which is fantastic. But if someone's paying $10,000 or $2,000 and someone's paying $20,000, you don't want to give them the same social media coverage. So you need to have it clearly identified again in your sponsorship agreement, what is this $2,000 and what is this $20,000 um, cost for you to do a post and video and what is it to do a cost and a video? So for $2,000, in that sponsorship agreement, it should, should state we would do two posts, two videos. But for $20,000, it should be we're going to do per month, that is. We're going to do uh, four posts and four videos per month, um, okay? And so that's how you need to work it out. So within the workbook, you need to work out again what is your hourly um, rate worth? Um, and again, obviously, when you're younger, it's a little bit leaner than what it is once you get older. We don't have much time, or nor we have much time for video editing and doing all those kind of concepts. But again, like when you're younger, this is the thing that you can say to sponsors okay, well, if you want me to do an Instagram post, if you want me to be become an influencer, basically. Um, my social media posts, uh, even if they're $20, it doesn't matter. Even if they're $10 to start off with, but you need to have that clearly identified in that sponsorship proposal to get that value worth out of the money that they're bringing to you. So now if you've got some sponsors that have at 5000 some at 2000 this is the opportunity time for you to go, oh, okay, well, um, if you want me to do some any more social media posts, um, now it's going to cost you X, Y, Z. And this is going to be into the workbook that you can work out. What is that time? How much does time does it take you to do an image post? Not really. Like it might be 20 minutes. I don't know. It depends on, you know, it depends on you. How much does it take you to do a video? What kind of video content do you do? Are you doing TikTok videos? Are you doing reels? Are you doing LinkedIn posts? Like all of those things you need to break down what is your worth as an athlete to charge to a sponsor to do a post? They shouldn't just be free and they shouldn't just be generic. Where am I? Where am I? Where are you? You're on, yeah, you're on the side. So we, oh, there we are. Full full screen. Yeah, you're back on my full screen too. Okay. Did I tell anyone that I hate technology? All right. So are we up to number four? Finances. Yep. So in order to know what to seek, and this is the biggest thing that most of the things I have a most sponsorship Facebook group, and one of the questions is why are you joining the group? And they're like, Oh, because, you know, it's really expensive and we can't go racing. And it's like, well, until you know your expenses, um, again, most what is business. So until you know your expenses and um, what your um, costs are to go racing in the financial year, it's very hard to, 
to um, identify what sponsors to actually approach. So when I say know your expenses, people who've been following me for a long time know that I hate the um, gold, bronze, silver, black membership packages. And the reason being is because I feel like you're targeting yourself out of the race because especially after COVID now, we need to think a different way when it comes to sponsorship or partnerships. Um, so if you can work out your finances and then go, you know what, my entry fees are going to be $2,200. I would be, as a sponsor, more excited if someone sent me a sponsorship proposal and said, Belinda, hey, can you sponsor us or me um, for $2,200 to be a sponsor entry because you get XY benefits. And XY benefits will be you're in the sponsorship guide, you're in the e-guide, um, or, you know, you can get a banner at the racetrack or there's a banner on a website. But people need to know what they are investing within. So why that's why I don't like those packages. And it's so much easier to go to a sponsor and go, hey, can you sponsor this much of my racing, which is going to contribute to that much of my racing. But until they know an actual figure, um, they're not going to have an understanding. So in the workbook, there is an actual expense sheet and that says like per round and per amount. Um, but in the actual um, winning sponsorship course, we go into a lot more detail about working out your expenses, talking about accommodation wages that you want to be covered on the Friday <laughs> um, for when like mum and dad's not working, they're funding for you to be there or you know, the support staff, like mechanics and engineers for you, for you guys to be racing on the weekend as well. You want to get all of that covered as well as personal training, as well as massage therapy, um, physio, not only for yourself but also for the team because at the end, most of it is a business. So we need to have a clear understanding of what your expenses are in order to be able to go racing and in order to seek sponsorship so people know exactly what you need to go racing um, as opposed to a bronze, silver or bronze, a gold, silver or bronze. I'm sorry in the Commonwealth gold thing at the, gold thing at the moment. I love the Commonwealth Games. Anyway, so point tip or number five is about engagement. Um, so, again, um, people buy from people. Sorry, there's more people coming in. So people buy from people. Um, and so social media Unfortunately, you guys don't own those platforms. And again, if you've been following me for a long time, um, that I'm always big about you guys having your own um, website and also your own newsletter. Excuse me. So if you're not big enough to have your own website as yet, definitely have your own newsletter. So in the workbook, there are some sheets about how to set up MailChimp, which is for free. Um, again, all of my resources I try to do as free as possible because, again, I just want you guys to be here and to be onto the track. Um, but if not, like these um, systems about having a Facebook group, which is free of charge. So a lot of the drives, as you will see, um, may have memberships. Um, and coming up in two months, in September, because it's already, already August, isn't it? Okay, so coming in uh, the next month, uh, in September, we're going to have a membership guru come on and talk about setting up a membership site because the best thing about a membership site is that you can sell a membership for $5, $10, $15 per month, per year, whatever you guys want to do. But once they're in there, it's easy to you to nurture them and show them all these behind-the-scenes stuff. Um Basic, basically that's it, um, but behind the scenes stuff, but or you can give them discounts for coming onto um, the coming out to the track, discounts onto your merchandise. Uh, but for sponsorship, it gives them your sponsors a new platform to market to at the end of the day. And these groups are really monitored onto to your brand. So these groups are really onto who you are as a driver, and they're really supporting you. And so your sponsors are like, hey, 
we have the same values. We love Imogen. And again, sorry, Imogen, you just sit like in the front of my video here. Um, and so therefore, like we're supporting Imogen, you're supporting Im Imogen. And you know what? We're going to offer all the Imogen sponsor, um, fans maybe 15%. But what I'm saying to you, Imogen, is to say, hey, how about you give them 10%? Or how about you give them 5% and give me 10% so you get that financial reward into your pocket. We'll go into that in a moment. But also with the engagement, these are the things that you own. So things like a newsletter, things like a podcast, social media for all of those young people, unlike Robert and I, <laughs> um, is not like in our veins, but we know we need to do it. But you could be doing like a vlog, anything that's special that you can offer your fans. Um, having a membership site is awesome. Um, maybe if you can't afford to have an actual direct membership site set up, having a Facebook group, which is like a direct insight, they could pay to even get into that um, Facebook group now thanks to Facebook. Um, Again, it could be $5 at $10 a month. I mean, if you've got 100, per, 100 people at $10 a month, that's $1,000 a month that's coming into your bank account in order for you to help to go racing. And that, that's just a subscription, like over a 12-month period of time, which isn't that much um, money um, if you're adding value. And, again, in the winning sponsorship course, we grow through about the benefits you could um can um, offer sponsors. And also there is a benefit thing. I think that's the next slide. The next slide. Maybe I took it out. Why can't I go to the next slide? Um, okay, no, that's not. There is a thing about benefits anyway, um, about the benefits that you can offer, not only your sponsor, but also your fans as well. Um, so tip number six is about planning. Sorry, guys, I'm just mindful about time. For those who haven't met before, I love a chat and I love to give you guys as much information as I can. So I'm, I'm mindful that it's 7.56. So I'm going to go through the next four slides really, really quickly. There's lots of things into the workbook. And if you do have any questions, please let me know at any time. But again, motorsport is a business, um, so you need to have a plan. You need to have a sponsorship strategy plan. And if you don't have a plan, let me know. I can send you a free template. Um, in the workbook, there is a smart goal um, concept um, that you can, uh, it's edible, that you can fill in. Um, but again, um, it's probably more for like a 30-minute project that you need to sit down and go through and work, okay, what what expenses do we need? Who can we sponsor? Uh, who can we seek sorry sponsorship from? How are we going to seek them? What are we going to do? It? What is our follow up period? So they're the five main things that you need to to do. Um, as I mentioned, these are the benefits. So what can you offer a sponsor? Um, we know that in cutting is quite limited. It's about stickers on the car, logos, and the, but there's so much more that you can do, as I mentioned. Maybe have a dinner the night on the Friday night, on the Saturday night, depending on like where the mass of your um, sponsors are would depend on how you actually work out their sponsorship events. Um, sure, you can invite them. Hey, cutting it's free. It's fantastic. But if not, like if you're into Shannon's Nationals or if you're into Supercars, um, again, what kind of sponsorship um, can you offer them? But also, if you've had a sponsor for a period of time, has your offering now changed? Did you offer them this to start off with and now can you offer them something different? So um, look at what you've offered them. Again, this is where the benefit of having a sponsorship agreement comes into play because if you had something to offer and maybe it was limited, now that your skill sets, maybe your achievements have changed, make sure you really communication with that sponsor, that partner, to make sure they have changed. So being an ambassador is different from being a part of an affiliate program. Basically, being an ambassador, you get a discount um, or free products or services. Uh, and not only being a part of an ambassador program, they go, oh, all your friends or family and friends um, or fans can get 10% off. But what I encourage you guys to do is actually try and ask them for 50-50 because at the end of the day, you want money to go racing. 
So to say, okay, cool, like I can uh, I can see that your product offers 20% to my fans, that's great. But what I'd love to do is if there's a possibility, can I get 10% um, back into my own pocket if I'm promoting your link? And, and therefore, you're getting money back into your own pocket. So there is a difference between being an ambassador and being an affiliate. Um, being an ambassador is fun. But um, you want to try and get that monetary value back onto you um, so you can, um, yeah, go racing and do what you love to do. All right, so tip number nine is about getting PR, so getting exposure locally. So, um, I mean, during COVID, it was like the best time to get PR because everybody was looking, especially for sporting pieces, um, because nothing was happening. But it's still now, like your local press is looking for exposure, your local radio, your local newspaper, and you never know who's in your community looking to um, get into motorsports and, and not um, as a competitor but maybe as a different marketing value. Why are you laughing for? <laughs> uh, is this a story? Feel free to share the story if it's a story. Um, so uh, we also do have uh, free resources around about writing your own press release, what to share, or pretty much like high-risk um, photos, um, making sure it's all about you, but make that connection. And if it's like one strategy today, like tomorrow, go make a connection with your local um, sports paper like so your local newspaper um sports editor and then every time you're racing send them an article excuse me especially like for me like i live in regional victoria so pretty much afl season netball season that that's all there is um luckily i live in shepparton so i have like gary jackson to kind of shed a light on a few things but now he's gone it's been very quiet. Um, but, yes, so contact them and then make that relationship with that sports reporter because every time you go racing, send them something, send them a high risk, send them a race result. Whether that person or not, it doesn't mean anything, but it just means that they've got you at front of mind and, you know, you, you don't, it doesn't have to be anything professional. And, again, in that winning, winning sponsorship course, we go through about how to write press release, what to include, what kind of photos, um, how often to contact them. Um, but you can do that today, tomorrow. It doesn't matter. Um, and then, oh, I wasn't really focused. But number 10 was about just, just to ask. Um, so a lot of us, especially in grassroots, have a lot of product and service um, sponsorship. So again, in the workbook, there's actually the types. So there's four types of sponsorship that's actually listed within the workbook. So again, a lot of us have the products and service um, sponsors or partners, and we're looking to kind of upgrade. But until we can show them professionalism, until we can show them what social media posts we've done, um, until we can show them um, the engagement we've had, not only on social media, they want to see um, how many people we've got signed up to the newsletter. They want to see all the leads and all the marketing opportunities that you can offer them um, in order to them to invest into the next day. But simply just ask, especially if you had someone for such a long period of time. I would say anyone that's over 12, um, sorry, 18 months of being a product or sponsor with you, um, you know, just ask the question, hey, guys, like we are looking to do this over the next three years. But, again, as a motorsport is a business, have a plan. Show them the proposal. This is our growth plan for the next three to five years. We'd love to have you on board. Um, what is the opportunity for, for you to have? Because, again, this is an, an easy sell because you already have that connection. But unless you're nurturing them, unless you're, whining and dining and not saying um obviously cutting it's a little bit different but this i'm saying whining and dining is about customer service how often have you checked in with them how often have you sent them a rest report how often 
such as a newsletter. How often have you tagged them into a post? How often have you actually gone to see them face-to-face? How often have you actually engaged with them to see, hey, have you guys got any new launches? How can I help you promote it? Um, can I bring my cart down? There's so many opportunities for you guys to actually get involved with them trying to promote their services. It is just a matter of having that conversation of just ask about what can I do? Um, I'd really, you know, we've been working together now for 12 months. This is everything I've done for the next three years. This is my plan. This is my proposal. Would love for you to come on board financially. But this is what I'm seeking because this is what my financial costs are. So I hope you guys can see the difference in that concept as opposed to just going, hey, this is my proposal, this is my gold package, this is my silver package, this is my bronze package, sign on board and let's just do business. Um, <laughs> you know, I hope you can see like with the two different strategies, there's obviously a lot more structure and there's behind the grounds. But once you've got um, all the structure behind the grounds actually happening, which we go through in the winning sponsorship course, that once it's put into place, that it's easy to be duplicated across the board. All right, so I hope there's some things that you can implement today. Ethan, Robert, Imogen. Thanks. Thanks, Belinda. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Things you got around today that you can implement, Kevin? Um, yeah, yeah, it's just uh, it's just driven home to me a couple of a couple of the issues. Um, uh, in particular, the time spent, you know, um, in terms of the off track, uh, what you call the off track side, you know, <coughs> you, know you can't skirt you can't skirt around that. Um, and uh, and I find that uh, you know you got to balance it with the rest of your life and all that sort of thing. And a lot of people are still, you know, they're working and things. They got jobs, they got families, and you know, there's so it's not an easy area, that's for sure. No. But if you want to excel, you can't be average, right? So you got to right. do better than. You know, you got to do the hard stuff. So uh, yeah, it's all good stuff, and um, and I'm looking forward to that uh, workbook actually. Um, yeah, I'll send it through that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind. Uh, the other the other one I wanted to just ask was um, that uh, I think you mentioned just briefly there uh, that, that if I, if if you were asked, you'll send a. I think you call it a sponsorship plan checklist or something like that. Yeah, that was that was tip six or something. Yeah, in there somewhere. So I wouldn't mind if you could email me one of those. So that'd be good. No worries. I've just taken a note. Oh, thank you um, very much. No worries, guys. Feel free to jump in. But as I said, there's a lot of um, resources you have available. So there is the mod. Um, if you haven't already joined our free motorsport sponsorship Facebook group where we have lots of free resources and tools there, we've got our toolkit, which is a membership site. So each month we have different guest speakers, we've got driver coaches, we also have different um, toolkits. Um, what are you looking at? Police and strategies oh. that come into play. Oh, it's, all, it's all part of the, the package. And then we have well, our, motorsport yeah, coaching, our free motorsport coaching podcast which is available on Apple and Spotify as well that we have lots of stuff around there about sponsorship as well. So our winning sponsorship course, it's, it's an eight-week module. We've got each week it's going to be dripped fed just for the first one. Um, because it is a new and revamped site, uh, sorry, course. Um, so I'm just going to drip it over the next eight weeks so I can get you guys feedback. There's actual items that you actually have to do each week, so hence why I am dripping it. Um, there's also bonuses and services that you get free courses. Um, if you sign up today, we've got a um, free um, 109 sponsorship proposal design um, with the winning sponsorship course, we have a Grow Your Friends course, which is a social media course. Um, so about identifying which platform is best for you, um, how to um, best set up your platform, so making sure you're setting up the platform as an athlete, not as a person, how to get engagement. Um, on all the special platforms, um, we all special platforms because I don't do TikTok, but we do have specialists that come in and provide you tips on how to do that. Um, again, there's 12-month access to the toolkit, which is valued at $1.99, and, of course, you get some free sponsorship co coaching course with myself. 
Um, if you have got some new sponsors on board or you're looking to get started, the wedding sponsorship course is $4.99. Um, you can pay up front or there's part payment, two part payments if you're looking to get started. As you can see, and you will see with the workbook, it will give you loads of free resources um, to get you started, to get you on board. <laughs> so, Ethan, do you have a question? Well, for me, I think the, the main question is probably like the set, the financial as in like what I mean is I think it was setting up another account, like a, another yeah. bank account or something. The ABN. Yeah, the ABN. Oh, that's yeah. if you want to set it up as a business. So if you're going yeah. from a hobbyist into a career, that's where you suggest that you set it up as um, a, a business so that therefore your sponsors can write them off as a tax deduction. If you're as a hobbyist, there's still lots of benefits that you can offer. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I remember back in, I think it was 2018 when Gary Jacobson had a meeting at the Wool House or something like that. Woolshed, mm-hmm. that was it. Yeah. You're, do you remember that? Yeah. Because you live in Shepparton. Yeah. And I, I was thinking if I wanted to do something like that, that would be the perfect venue. Yeah, I love the Woolshed. Yeah, it's Actually, one thing I did uh, neglect to mention, uh, I actually did go to the Indy 500 this year Mm -hmm. and they had a simulator at there and I thought uh, I went on it and it was amazing seeing other people struggle to drive around an oval. And then uh, I, I'm being a bit narcissistic here, so please forgive me. But I hopped on and got a 38.48, which was 234 miles an hour, the same time as Scott Dixon's pole up, pole time. Did not expect that to happen. <laughs> well done. All right, guys. So if you have any other questions, please pop them into the chat. Otherwise, I will send you guys out the workbook and the recording um, in the next 24 hours. Thank you very much for joining me. I hope you've got some new strategies that you can put into place. Um, as I said, most of it is a business. So the more they can set up as a business, the easier the process is going to be. But once you set up the process, it's easy to duplicate it going forward from sponsor, sponsor <coughs> excuse me, or partner. Obviously, making it more bespoke um, as you go along. Um, the biggest thing is they want to see a return on investment. <coughs> excuse me. ROI. Correct. So they want is that return on investment. So making sure that you do have a plan put into place to showcase how you're going to get do that return on investment. Even at a cardinal level, we can still do it. Um, as I said, it's about thinking outside the square. It's about having an event on the Friday night or having an event on a Saturday, the week before or the week after, or if you're lucky to have the Monday off school, that you can actually have it on the Monday or the probably the Monday after the event, um, that you can do a barbecue and they can come and, um, or even like at Todd for example, <coughs> excuse me, going to the indoor go-kart centre that's around the corner and doing that, doing golf, doing something that, that your skill set, if you're into temping bowling, if you're into lawn bowls, if you're into squash, um, you can host your sponsors there. <coughs> Actually, um, Belinda, I had another question. I remember reading about Hayden Patton, the World Rally Championship driver, <laughs> and I also remember that Scott Dixon, the IndyCar driver, they actually both they ascended up through 
shareholding. Like you could buy shares and um, their sort of company or whatever. Ah, that's right, because they made it I, I just don't know how the, how that works. Yeah, well, they made a business and then <coughs> they made a company. Sorry, I'm losing my voice now. <coughs> so they made a company and, um, yeah, you buy sh- shares into the company. So there's lots of different strategies, as I said, but as long as you've got those base foundations, at the end of the day, if you can show return on investments, you're getting those testimonials and so people can start talking about you, um, how you networking events and people that can invite their own sponsors, like so more of like if they've had a good experience with you, you can open the invite saying, hey, like with every invite that we've generally done, we've gone, hey, we'd love you to invite three of your closest um, business relatives to attend this event as well. And um, especially if it's on key to your brand. Uh, and that's the thing. So I've gone from hosting casino nights. I've gone to hosting events at Geelong Go-Kart Track. We've done temping bowling. We've done golf events. Um, we've done so many events. But it was just true to, like, who the athlete was and what resonated with them to, to make it uh, work for them to invite their sponsors um, and then for their sponsors to invite their family and friends to get on board to um, you know, hopefully support them as well. All right, guys. Uh, sorry, I've gone well over and through, like I said. Um, <laughs> I always really do. Um, I love a chat uh, because I'm so passionate about sponsorship. So I hope um, I've given you some value tonight. I appreciate your time. Um, again, if there's any questions, please get in contact with us anytime and I'll send out the workbook and a recording to you guys tomorrow so you can review. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. All right. See you guys. Thanks, See you later. Thank you. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this week's show. I really hope you enjoyed that one as much as I did. Now, remember all the show notes with the links and the specials mentioned in today's show are available over at motivatetraining.com.au. If you haven't already, I'd really appreciate it if you could head to iTunes or Stitcher, type in Motorsport Coaching, subscribe and leave us a review. Each week, I'll read them out and you'll go into monthly draw to win a fantastic prize. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at motivatetraining.com.au or head over to our Facebook page at Motivate to Tea. Until next time, take care.